Welcome to It's All Connected, a Marvel Studios podcast. It's all connected. Everything. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 101 of It's All Connected. This is Russ, and joining with me tonight are Matthew. Is Matthew. Our Matthew. Not our all, Matthew. All, of, all of Matthew is here. All the Matthews yeah. are here. Uh, yeah, so a uh, little bit of a, of a switcheroo. We originally thought we were going to start the, fa- the part one of the phase one uh, episodes today, but uh, just a couple scheduling things and between work and uh, getting ready for my vacation... Uh, it just didn't end up uh, – the, the, the stars did not align for us to record this week. So uh, we will be putting that out uh, relatively soon. Uh, I'm not sure exactly when because I'll be out next week, so we'll be doubling up on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, after after that. And we'll have probably the first two episodes of, uh, of Luke Cage. So it's going to be busy, busy, uh, and – we will fit it in, but we have everything ready to go. Uh, we're trying to get a, a decent crew together too uh, for that episode. So I'm hoping that you know John's pretty psyched about wanting to do it. So uh, you know it's one of those things. I think it's better to push it when we can have a good crew than to try and force it and uh, and and not have a, a as wide a spread of opinions. Right. But I'm excited. I'm excited. I, it was it's fun to go back through these movies, and I've got like I don't know like couple pages of notes yeah Uh, it looked like a lot you got pretty detailed yeah yeah so So we like i said we did this for phase one it was it was a ton of fun uh and and like i said it's not just connections between the movies it's it's connections to the comics and how these characters fit into there and what they took from the comics and put in the movies uh how it connects to agents of shield uh, stuff like that so it'll be fun uh to do like i said it'll be it'll be two parts and that'll be pretty meaty um, but it's 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 been a lot of fun to rewatch them with, like I said, with that critical eye. Um, we don't have a whole lot of news to talk about uh, this week. The, the only thing I really uh, that came up was uh, there's been a lot of talk about Star Wars, and you know they they plotted out. Uh, this is not the Star Wars podcast, but it it, it does tie into to the Marvel. I, I promise everyone uh, how. We've got Rogue One, a Star Wars story that's getting ready to come out in a co- in a few months. We've got Episode Eight. We know there's a Han Solo movie coming out the following year, and then Episode Nine. And everybody was been wondering like what's going to happen after Episode Nine. And so, uh, but you know, they talked about the Star Wars movies, and they are starting to plot out and starting to figure out what's going to come through 2020, 2021. Uh, they haven't announced anything yet, but but that their conversations are taking place and they're starting to plot those out. So coinciding with that, they said uh, Bob Iger mentioned that well a couple weeks ago we did the same thing. We had this conversation with Marvel. So uh, even though we're kind of booked through 2019, they are starting to have the conversations about what's coming in 2020 and beyond. Uh, so it, it it'll be interesting. I, I know Matthew, we've talked before about how I don't know if we're going to get like a phase four announcement like we did phase three, uh, just because there were a lot of shifts and stuff that took place. Yeah, I think uh, they probably learned like their lesson from that. I, you know, it was good for hype and stuff, but yeah, it's probably smarter for them to just kind of like release the info when they have it. Like, Yeah, that, that's I, I think one of the things they they learned is 
you know what's going to be a hit and what's not a hit, right? Because yeah, you know it's it, it's hard. It, they've got a lot of new properties starting. So Ant Man turned out to be, I think, probably I would think of probably about as big a hit as they thought. Maybe a little bit more than what they thought. Um, yeah, and you know with with coming up with Doctor Strange, Black Panther, Captain Marvel, uh, it's it's a little hard to kind of plot those <laughs> out because you just yeah. don't know. You know, are they are they going to hit? Are they not going to hit? Uh, right. You know, and right. If, it, you know, it's it's easier to. I think they've been okay because they've mostly added stuff in rather than taken stuff out, uh, except for the Inhumans. Right, the Inhumans is the uh, one big, the you know the one big stain that that. Yeah. But um, yeah, and I think they, I think with that they'll probably lean away from that because I'm sure they get annoyed with people being like, you know, oh, you move these things around or what's going on with Inhumans, so they're probably like, okay, let's not do this anymore. <laughs> let's stop announcing yeah. projects that we're not like. Because even with Ant-Man, you know, it was kind of a similar thing where they were just sitting on this property for so long working on it. And I'm sure they're at the point where they're like, look, let's just, we've got plenty of stuff we know we're going to make. Let's just focus on that and uh, yeah. and not, you know, basically like create stuff that, you know, could just like disappear. Yeah. But it's funny, too, because, the you know, the, the tail or the lead on some of these movies is so long. You know, you've yeah, got, yeah. you know, you start pretty much like almost three years before the movie hits hits the theater where you're starting with either early casting or finding a director. Yeah. Uh, you know, you're you're filming almost two years before the movie hits hits the theater. So, um, yeah. And then, you know, it's, it's hard mar- not to marketing starts like stuff. a year ahead of time. And yeah, 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 it's yeah. And I, I mean, I'm. And I think it's like what you're saying. I think if there's a movie that was, you know, three years out or something, then they'd go ahead and announce that, you know, even though there would be like some leeway. But with Inhumans, I mean, we're talking about, was it 2014 when they made that announcement? Or was it last year? Uh, no, I think it was 20. I'm trying to think. It was It was well before we, it had to be 2014 because it was well before we knew. Anything about. Um, anything about Civil War. And Spider-Man. War. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it was before the Spider-Man and announcement. And then Inhumans so, yeah. was going to be 2019, right? So I mean that's 5 years yeah. for a Yeah, it was like winter of a brand new property. Um and you know and that's not counting like you said the Ant-Man sequel obviously everybody was sort of, you know, blindsided by Spider-Man which then creates, you know, you got to have sequels for that put in there and um I mean, you know, I, I'm sure we you know Black Panther and um Captain Marvel and probably even Doctor Strange won't be up for a sequel, you know, in that time. But still, you know, I mean, it's yeah, they got to leave yeah. themselves a little room. So, yeah, I, I don't think they'll do that again. And I I don't think they need to like they get enough hype just by announcing like one movie or one sequel. So they don't need yeah, to announce I, 10 at once, you know. Yeah, the only thing I can I can see happening is is if they get something locked in like a fourth Iron Man or a fourth Cap or you know something, you know, third Guardians of the Galaxy to go to go along with with something else, but uh, it, it's going to be interesting. I, I, yeah, I, I could see him announcing know. like a chunk, you know, like a few of them. You yeah, know, like two or three. Yes. Like here's the next, you know, two or three years or whatever. But but I definitely don't think we're going to see another like five year plan like that. I think that's just no, like, no, a little too crazy. And you know that's going to change. I mean, DC kind of did the same thing, and that's already changing sure. too. So it's sure. It's just uh, when you're talking about you know what like seven to ten movies over a five-year period it's just that's just too tumultuous to to guarantee that everything's gonna like come out when it's supposed to come out and all that yeah yeah 
Um, I've been watching the Civil War Blu-ray. I don't, I don't know if you've watched any of the stuff on, I haven't gotten a on the Blu-ray. The I haven't features. gotten a chance yet. I am, I am very excited to to have the time to uh, do that. Yeah, it's not bad. Uh, I mean, the movie itself. I, I tell you what, you know, having having gone through and watched the first three of Phase Two, mm-hmm. uh, it's it's funny because uh, I still say. That Avengers is the greatest superhero movie ever made, and I and I say that because it did the unthinkable. It did the, in my mind, the impossible. Right? It it took this concept of all these characters, all these heroes, put them on the screen, and made it work, which had never been done before. I mean, up until that point, um, you know, a lot of movies got dinged because it was like too many villains, too many characters, too many this. Uh, and here you took this movie and put them all together and and made it work. Yeah, yeah. And so to me. Like there's just a special spot for that, you know. It's kind of sure. like the the first of you know, like Star Wars or you know something something else where it's the first of. Um, but man, after watching uh, Winter Soldier, I'm just like, man, this movie is just it's it's so well directed, it's so well acted, it's tight, it's uh, you know, it's it's something special. And it, and it really going is, back and watching yeah. Civil War, I was like, man, I really really love this movie, but. I I think I give the edge to Winter Soldier, uh, and I th- yeah it had I less right- heavy it had less like heavy lifting to do in terms of packing in like as many characters. So I think it yeah hit right in that sweet spot where there was a good chunk yeah. of characters, but they could really focus on the story. Whereas Civil War, it's not that they didn't focus on the story, but that's a pretty big story to kind of rush through and also cram in like fifteen characters. So I think they did an amazing job, but. It, uh, no, absolutely. It was like they were trying to have the scope of Avengers and then the 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 sort of uh, intricate story of Winter Soldier, and it, yeah. it did a pretty good job of combining those. But ultimately, like, it's never going to add up to the the sum of the parts, you know. So, yeah, and I mean, to me, this is we're talking shades of gray. Totally, I mean, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's, it's like, like yeah, it's like a little you know, bit better. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's it's like this one has a little bit more black than this one. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, so I mean, we're splitting hairs here, but it's it's just it's just such a good it's such a good movie. But uh, the special features and stuff were pretty good. I haven't listened to the commentary track, which I've, I've been hearing a lot of good things about the Russo's commentary track for Civil War. Uh, the featurettes were pretty okay. Um, it, it's to me, it was it was kind of cool seeing some of the behind the scenes stuff and uh, some of the cast interviews and and things like that. But it just felt like either stuff that I'd seen already. Yeah. Um, There's only so much you can it, do it, with it, that, I feel like. Yeah, it didn't, it didn't really, uh, the blooper reel was pretty good. That was, that was, uh, those things always, to me, I wish they could be like 15 minutes long because yeah. they're, they're usually pretty good. And this, this one was, this one was good. So I like the, I, I definitely like the blooper reel um, on, on this one. And, uh, and it had a little feature ad on Dr. Strange, which was, which was pretty good. So, uh, so all in all, pretty decent. I haven't watched the 3D yet. I think I'm gonna actually listen to the audio commentary with the 3D uh, version of it. If the ooh, if the three ooh, you know what? I don't think the 3D has the commentary. Oh, I'll have to check that out. But anyway, I want to listen to the uh, definitely want to check out the commentary track uh, with the Russos to 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 figure to yeah, see what they have to they're say. They're great for for revealing, you know, lots of insight yeah. and stuff. Yeah, so that'll that'll be good. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm, it's it's been uh, you know it looks incredible. You know it just it looks great. 
So, yeah, I highly, rec- highly recommend that uh, as well. I, I just wanted to briefly mention, uh, I've been racking my brain. So as I, as I talked about in episode 100, uh, I have an extra Marvel Collector Core for Civil War. Uh, and I'm not ready to announce a contest yet, but I will be soon. Uh, and I will say there will be a variety of ways to enter. Uh, I want to I want to try and do something that you know if, if folks are just Twitter folks, if some folks are Facebook folks, uh, or some people are neither and just want to shoot us an email, uh, that they'll have a way to participate across the board. Because I know sometimes when I I put stuff on the Facebook, it it goes out to Twitter and people respond via via the tweet uh, and not the actual Facebook post, which is awesome. So. Uh, but yeah, I am going to figure something out. So I'll just, uh, I'll just literally seal that box back up, slap a new label on it and send it off to somebody. So, um, it was definitely one of the better collector cores out there. So, uh, it'll be a pretty good prize for, for somebody, for one of our loyal listeners. Cool. Yeah. Uh, other than that, not, like I said, not much on the news front, you know, we're getting close to Dr. Strange. We're getting close to, um, we're getting, we're definitely getting close to uh, Luke Cage, so uh, a lot of stuff coming up. But it's been, it's been fairly quiet on the news, on the news front. Uh, not, not much going on. I'm, I expect New York Comic Con is going to be in just a few short weeks, yeah, and I, think- I know there's going to be an Iron Fist panel. I know they're going to be talking some Agents of Shield there. They're going to show the next episode uh, that that shows the following Tuesday there. So I imagine out of New York Comic Con, we'll have a lot to talk about. I think they're actually airing or showing the uh, animated Hulk movie that they're they're doing. They're going to actually premiere oh, it right. at New York Comic Con. Hulk and Doctor Strange. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. I'll be interested so, in that because I've got to say I, <clears throat> um, I think Marvel's really. Uh, one of the areas they they lose consistently to DC is the animated movies front. We've talked about this before. Yeah. So I'll yeah. be they seem they seem really dead set on making almost all their movies Hulk centric. Um all their animated movies Hulk centric. So Yeah. Well, you know, I'm I'm definitely going to check it out, but I I really hope they can start improving that area. I mean the the animated shows are pretty good. Um but yeah, it's it definitely not the uh not the same as the live action stuff so i i I would love to see some uh some improvement some more focus on on that area so hopefully this will be a good yeah i totally agree yep yep um yeah so that's that's about it on the news on the news front uh so I, i guess what we'll do now is we'll talk about uh, the season four premiere of Agents of Shield. Uh, we got a little bit of Facebook feedback as well, uh, so we'll we'll touch on that. Nothing, uh, nothing too crazy, and we'll just uh, we'll just kind of this will be kind of a light and breezy uh, episode. Uh, so as we record this on Thursday night, uh, Agents of Shield season four premiered on September twentieth, and uh, the premiere episode was called The Ghost. And uh, I don't I don't know how you felt about it, Matthew, but for me, and and this is this is a plus, not a minus. It almost felt like I was watching a different show. For sure, um, it it really feels like they just kind of drew a line and said, "Okay, this is this is something different now." I mean, granted, you know, it has all the characters and everything, but yeah. it just it just really feels like it's its own thing. Uh, and the tone, I mean, right from the go. They're ba- it's almost like they were winking and nodding at the audience to say, we know we're on at 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. Uh, 
Uh, I mean, the, the episode starts and it's like it's Daisy Johnson getting dressed. And uh, while it's not. Yeah, I thought that was a bit. <laughs> R, it's not R rated. No, I rolled but, my eyes uh, at that. I was like, oh, we I get it. Like, it's 10 o'clock. You can yeah. show a butt now. Like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah but no i i agree with you i think um i think it's good i think a lot of shows do that if you know a few seasons in they kind of um you know i i feel like uh arrow's kind of about to do that this season too and you know they sort of do like a soft reboot where you know you still got all the characters everything's happened it's still the same show but it's like you said they sort of uh they shift focus all the all the characters start out in sort of a drastically different place. I mean, every, you know, the, all the dynamics are switched up. We've got different character pairings. Everybody's got sort of a, a new job, you know, people are split up. There's, there's new characters. Um, and then obviously there's a very big, you know, sort of horror kind of serial killer detective vibe going on a little bit throughout this episode. And, and, and we'll probably go on for a little while. Which I think works a lot. I mean, it's a good... Yeah. It, um... You know, we've always had... It's always been the superhero stuff and the spy stuff. So this was sort of like maybe a little more detective-y versus spy. But I, I think it works, you know. It's 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 them, you know, tracking down leads. And, and, you know, there's some... I won't say scary elements. But, you know, some darker, more sort of like moody, atmospheric things. And it, it was good. Like, I, I, I liked it. I'm ready for... Uh, sort of a new approach and I, I think it was sort of the perfect reset point with, with the sokovia stuff and hive and all that it was hydra's done it's like a good chance for them to just like start sort of fresh you know with everything yeah i, I mean the, it doesn't it definitely doesn't ignore anything i mean the, right the, the the weight of the sokovia accords are definitely felt on the show yeah, and, it, and, and i think I, it moves the plot like the reason some of the characters yes. are the, the places they are is definitely a direct result of what happened last season and in civil war and all that. So it's, it's natural. And I think this, yeah. And I think it's nice because we've got really a couple of years where they don't really have anything that's going to be impactful to it. I mean, right. They've, I've, I've, I've heard some talk about, you know, Dr. Strange, you know, there, there being some elements that'll them, thematically that may, uh, you know, cross over sure. between the, between the two, but there's no like there's we're not going to have to sit around and go, well, you know, this happened in, uh, you know, uh, Age of Ultron and didn't really impact what was going on in right. the show. You know, they were still going after Hydra, even though they they'd pretty much wiped out Hydra and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. We won't have any of that. So I, I think that's what this show is needed, it, you know, is is kind of this this room to breathe. And I think. Yeah. Uh, you know, even even though it feels like a different show, at the same time, they kept, I think, what we like about the show intact. Definitely. I mean, the fact that Fitz and Simmons are, even though they're not technically working together, they are together. Right. Uh, so, uh, so, so that's that's nice. Um, it seems like May has something to do. Which, yeah, which for is sure, good. exactly, because they they dropped the ball on her last season. Um, yeah. so I think giving her like an actual agenda instead of just having her literally be waiting to fly them somewhere, which was like, yeah, all she had to do, like, yeah, it, it, it lets her be May. It lets, it lets her be that character. And, and that, that scene with her and, and Simmons was great. Just, I mean, how many times there's very few times where May has ever been like, I don't want to say wrong, but you know what I mean? Sort of like, 
somebody sort of had the high ground over her. And so it was sort of nice that it was Simmons who, you know, is generally more meek, just sort of like dressing down May, you know, and being yeah. like, you know, look, you don't need to question, you know, my loyalty, like everything we've been through and all that. So it, I thought that was a good scene. And, but, you know, you know, it doesn't look, make May look stupid or anything. It's just like, you know, she can be wrong, you know, and, and, uh, it was good. It, you know, it adds a little layer to her. You know, she was a little, uh, you know, jealous in a way, which is yeah. okay. You know, I mean, I like... they're all friends and things have gotten tense, yeah. obviously. Yeah. And I, I like the start of it, the, you know, the Colson and, and Mac pairing and the fact that it's like, these are, they're kind of like road warriors, yeah. you know, they've been, they're kind of, they're on the plane, they're out, you know, weeks and weeks, months, even at a time, uh, where they don't come back to the base and they're just kind of doing their own thing and stuff. So it just, I, I don't know. I just, I, I, it had a really good vibe to me. Like it just, it just really, I was a little worried, honestly, that, that, you know, bringing in ghost rider and given the way they ended season three, that maybe, you know, it would kind of be a little awkward, but it really felt comfortable. It really, it really felt, I liked all the place. I liked the places that each of these characters ended up at, at least here at the beginning. Yeah. Um, the only thing odd, so there's one thing good and one thing odd. So the 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 Daisy makeup, I think, is a little over the top. Yeah, the, it was a little like the, she's dark now, and it's yeah. yeah, the black eye makeup is a little bit much. Uh, but I did like the fact that they went back on the on the fact that uh, using her powers, you know, causes yes, her literal yes, pain. That was good. That's one of those little details that like a show can mine for like you know drama and then ignore later and you know they yeah. made a big deal out of that for like a few episodes um in season two so yeah i i liked that that they still brought that up and because it, it looks like she's not using those gauntlets the like the like it, big legit ones it, it looks like yeah it's kind of so often so maybe on. she maybe she doesn't have her like legit gauntlets and that was what was helping her last season because she didn't seem to have a problem last season but she had the more pronounced like metal right um gauntlets so so maybe it's that like maybe she somehow had to leave those behind or something which yeah it's good i mean it adds it's another sort of thing of you know drama it's uh you know and it sort of feeds into this idea that she's kind of you know i don't want to say like emo or goth or something but you know there's a sense of her trying to like you know it's like penance for her you know so i kind of feel yeah. like she almost like wants the pain a little bit which feeds you know it, it it yeah very nicely feeds into everything with ghost rider too so it's a really sure. good parallel like having the two of them like i didn't think that would work so well but um and, and i like the focus on daisy like it felt like a very daisy centric episode which i think is good i mean she's definitely you know jumped to the like you know it's like her and colson are like who you want to see um yeah and and i feel like you know she's still on a mission right she's going after these watchdogs they make a point of you know Mm -hmm. when they talked about her robbing the banks and uh and destroying the bridges it was like well yeah she's going after the banks that are you know, basically laundering or harboring money that the watchdogs. Okay, was that it? Yeah, I was kind of when I heard yeah. that scene. I was I wasn't sure if it was that or if he. It sounded like Colson was saying like the the watchdogs were 
were blaming it on her or, or like like they were destroying bridges and then making it seem like it was quake that's what i wasn't totally sure on yeah it, it when i the what i got out of it was she's she's finding out like where do they have their okay. money okay let me go rob this gotcha. bank so that i take away their money and then two when they try and make an escape or they're trying to go on the run and it just so happens that you know unfortunately she just tears up the infrastructure yeah. so if they're making a getaway and they're about to cross a bridge okay the bridge gets taken out or the road gets destroyed or whatever it is something to try and stop so either law enforcement catches up to him or she catches up to gotcha. him or, okay that makes know, more or, sense or yeah. whatever yeah so so it kind of added a little bit of context to the fact that she's not just some crazy uh you know vigilante right. person that's the, you know just, just wantonly Destroying right, stuff. though definitely still a crazy vigilante because that's a pretty extreme oh, reaction. Sure. <laughs> so it shows Absolutely. sort of Absolutely. how um, I don't want to say unhinged, but she definitely um, <clears throat> she's not really operating with like a code anymore. You know, I mean, she's not following the yeah. rules, so she's kind of back to her almost who she was in season one. Like, yeah, I mean, the whole van, you know, the thing with the van, and right? It's just kind of like a you know even darker version of that. It's like she's yeah, she's. She has an idea of what's right, and she she's willing to do whatever. It's sort of like, you know, it's like Punisher in a way, like less extreme, but a similar yeah, thing. Like, yeah. I've got this agenda, and I'll do anything, you know, and I guess that's Daredevil, that's Batman. That's, you know, it, it's a very extreme version of a vigilante. You know, it's not Spider-Man, you know, who is still kind of playing right. by the rules a lot. I mean, she's she's flat out, you know, a vigilante. I mean, she's she's protecting the innocent so to speak but she's also um you know causing a lot of collateral damage along the way but yeah but she's definitely outside the accords. yeah, oh, yeah <laughs> that's for sure um which you know even though yo-yo is in the accord she seems to still operate on her own of her own accord yeah they yeah i thought that was kind of cool that she's undercover uh, which, again, it's kind of a cool dynamic that, you know, basically they've got these agents, they've trained them, they're they've they're licensed, right. uh, and they're operating under the, the quote-unquote supervision of S.H.I.E.L.D., which you could argue, based on what Yo-Yo's been up to, how much supervision they're really applying exactly, to her. Yeah. But I, I think this is where, A, it's on American soil, not foreign right, soil. Right, which I think is the bigger so thing. I th- yeah, I think they can play a little more fast and loose with some of this stuff, uh, you know. Because one of the one of the things going back and watching Civil War again just just last week was the fact that these people are just invading other yeah. countries. <laughs> these Americans are invading oh, other countries sure. and doing all this crazy yeah. nonsense, uh, you know. Which is which is at the heart of it. It's like it's one thing if you're in your own country and you're doing right. this, this craziness. Well, thing. then. But with uh, Yo-Yo, I mean, isn't she technically in a foreign country, though? I mean, she's a Colombian citizen, so... Right. But, <laughs> isn't yeah, the U.S. her foreign she... country that she's yeah, messing around? Yeah, but I guess she's yeah. un- she's under the auspices of a, of a you know an American agency in an American country. Yeah. So, uh, but I thought that was cool how she's... She did a good job. I, I, that was a twist I didn't see coming, and I thought that, again, that was well done. I didn't... I didn't see her working with Daisy. Yeah, I like that. Uh, I like that a whole lot. I really, yeah. I think, you know, they didn't really spell it out, but we got to remember, like, they're they're both inhumans. Um, mm-hmm. Really, the only, you know, Joey's gone, Lincoln's dead, so they're kind of like the only, they're not the only two inhumans, but they're kind of like the only ones we know. 
um yeah you know they were on a team together so it you know it makes sense that they would they would have a bond and i i, I really like that because i i thought yo-yo was one of the best additions last year um so i'm glad they kept her around and i'm glad they found a way to make her like not be straight up on the team but still sort of be able to flit in and out and and uh, work with people and i i would i would very much love you know an episode or two of just daisy and yo-yo you know like uh solving crimes or whatever <laughs> Thelma yeah. and Louise <laughs> I, Daisy I think that would be great I think uh, yeah they're just a good pairing and um, yeah I, I thought that was a good use use of her and I thought it was cool that she's I think she's part playing Mac but part not like I think she's attracted to For Mac sure. and I think she'd but love she's definitely the two of them to be a couple with him a little. but I think she's playing it up to kind of throw her, him off like if if she's being as coy and as as catty as she's being with mac it kind of throws him off a little bit definitely and given that she's given that she's being a little nefarious it it kind of helps that facade so i think that was was i think so yeah um which again which is good i mean you know mac's definitely got a blind spot for her so so it's good to good to play with that a little i like the dr radcliffe stuff with with uh fits i thought that was pretty good um i'm i'm glad to see again we talked about this last season because they, they kind of uh the i, I don't think fits is back to 100 percent of where he was in season one but he's like 85 percent of where he was in right, season yeah. one uh and i think that's good i think he's still kind of a little you know there's a little bit something there to show that like he, he's been through something but not to the point where it's a constant distraction for the show right. or he's you know having to stumble or you know he's you know he's angsty about you know all, that whole process um but just him and him and uh, john hannah as as holden ratcliffe they they i thought they played against each other really well yeah they're, um, they're, they've got and, great and the, chemistry the, the, yeah and the fact that ratcliffe put him in a really bad spot because yeah, right off he's like yeah he's like man so she's my boss and we're seeing each other and you told me something that's going to get you arrested and I can't tell her because she's going to arrest you because you're, yeah. you know, and then there were, you know, allusions to Ultron and everything else. So, you know, it was, it was pretty cool. Yeah. I'm glad they addressed that. Cause you know, you gotta, you're, you're making sort of artificial life. You got to bring that up. And, and I don't know that I totally bought the, the explanation, but it's like, oh well, that was yeah. AI. This isn't. It's like, well, isn't it? No, <laughs> you still are isn't making it? an yeah. AI. <laughs> like, but I, yeah, if something learns on its own. That's right. Kind of I was like, okay, I, I guess I get what they're trying to say. I'll, I'll let it slide. You know, I'll suspend my disbelief. But yeah, yeah. I, I guess it's not infused from alien technology. Right. So. Right. Yeah. I, I think they're great together. I, I did think the whole thing with Ada was kind of weird. Like it was just a little just a little creepy you know like they're, yeah. they're they kept staring at her and being and saying the word perfect and i was like whoa hold, okay hold on guys this is it's getting a little weird like it was like a weird sort of like weird science sort of thing you know like i, I but i think they yeah i think they did a really good job with her so i guess mallory jansen is playing ada with her makeup and stuff because she looked they i think they they got out the uncali valley meter and just kind of nudged it a little bit so you're looking at her and you're like there's something off for about sure her. yeah like it she does a little un, you know un, 
I guess I'm settling slightly right. It's like, um, yeah, I, I'll be, but not a lot, no, not distractingly no, 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 so. No, no. But, but uh, it'll, I'll be interested to see where they go with it. I mean, I, I, like I said, I loved, you know, Fitz and Radcliffe just like, you know, doing their thing together. But, and and I'm excited for the idea of life model decoys like existing in the MCU. But, um, yeah, you know, as far as what they did so far. It, yeah, I, I guess we just got to wait and see. They, it, it wasn't really much of anything other than a chance for the two of them to like get into a you know a situation together. And uh, yeah, uh, you know, obviously the actor didn't really have much to do <laughs> except look yeah. sad as she. I think it down. has some. Yeah, I think it has some potential to be some decent comic relief. You know, yeah, and, given that we've seen how heavy this first episode is and how dark it is, and we haven't we haven't obviously we're avoiding the. Uh, the 300 pound gorilla in the room to this point, right. but uh, I could easily see if this progresses the way it does, that that could be a good opportunity for her to come in and, and kind of act as some sort of comic. Relief. I think that so, would be good. Yeah. I, I guess I'm just a little hesitant. To, you know, obviously we've seen shows and movies do this sort of story where, you know, it's like a, a robot gets brought to life sort of thing. So, you know, there's a couple of directions they could do. If it, if it's like a comedy thing, I think that could work. Um, I just hope they don't lean too heavily on like us in, you know, investing in her, like, you know, learning to love or something like that, you know, cause it's like, yeah, no, you're I, right. I just yeah. don't think, yeah. Like I'm hopefully she's just not too big of a presence on this show. Cause I think it's, I think it's fine as like Agreed. a small little piece, but like, it's not really what I'm looking for in this show is like an exploration of like, you know, as this robot character that appeared in like the fourth season or something. So, yeah or have her go you know bat crazy and you know right. and she ends up being a villain at yeah. some point because it's like okay we've you know that's cliche beyond cliche right. and we've seen it so before th- and we right. don't need so to I see think it they again. just have to be like kind of careful and just not lean on it too much because i think it has a potential to get just a little too ridiculous and which would sort of contrast yeah. like obviously we don't want this to be dark 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 but you know if they're going for a little more of like a mature sort of thing like i don't think we should lean too much on the like you know you know robot thing you know whatever that means so hopefully it's just a good chance for you know Fitz and Radcliffe to interact and you know I like the the tension that it brings up with Fitz but I'm also never really a fan of storylines where like the writers like force one character almost sort of like you know in a somewhat ridiculous way to like hide something from their loved one you know so i hope they don't lean on yeah, that i don't too want it much because to... the last thing we need is like yeah, fitz and simmons like not together again and it's just like come on or it's like a three's company episode or something you know where yeah, somebody's constantly right, shuffling somebody right. out the back door or under the bed or in a closet or whatever right and, you know there's always a misunderstanding it's like yeah i hope they don't go the you know, the, the cliched right so route. i hope again i just hope I, I basically just hope everything with that plot line is just like a very minor part of the story and doesn't weigh too much on it. Yeah. Cause I don't want to be at the season finale and then be like, I still can't believe you betrayed me with Aiden. It's like, what? No, yeah, what? there should be something no. else. This needs to be bigger than that. So, but yeah, I mean, we'll see where it goes. I mean, it's any, anything that brings Fitz and Radcliffe together is fun. So, yeah. Uh, a couple of other things before we get to the to the yeah, big, we're, we're to just the big really the episode. Holding, holding back. <laughs> yeah, we're yeah. People are yelling at their we'll iPods right now. We um, just in the let's just end the episode, and not even mention. Yeah, just not even <laughs> talk about it, and then somebody will come in and go, "Oh, oh crap, God. we totally forgot." People would lose um, their minds. 
Yeah, yeah. Never listen again. <laughs> I like the fact that they called May's team the strike team. Yeah, yeah, that was a good uh, little callback sort of thing to Winter yeah, Soldier. Yeah, so again, as we as we look at our Phase Two connections episode, uh, you know, the strike uh, they they didn't even call it strike team; it was just strike, um, which was an acronym. You know, it's like it's like Shields uh, covert, you know, action team that oh, uh, that Rumlow was, was in charge it an of. Acronym? Oh, I believe I totally, so, because it was all capital oh, letters. I totally missed that. I wasn't even paying attention to that. Well, I wonder what that's... So I assume it was right? an acronym. Strategic, they never, never said what it was, but... Uh, reconnaissance. Intervention. intervention. Insertion. Yeah, what's or... that K going to be, though? Kill right, squad. Kill no, execution. Yeah. <laughs> kill everyone. Kill everyone, yeah. Basically. <laughs> kill everyone. Actually, that would work uh, pretty well, considering what happened. So. <laughs> yeah. So I thought that was kind of cool. I don't know. Like, again, I don't know if that was yeah. intentional, but she called them the strike I, team. Sh- and they were obviously tactical. Yeah, I'm sure it was. I mean, it's a nice because, you know, as soon as I heard that, I thought the same thing. Like, so, you know, I'm sure the writers are, are looking for any little sort of like way they can just make the universe feel, you know, it's a shield group. That's so sure. it makes sense, you know, that that would be the sort of SWAT team group within shield or whatever. Yeah, I kept looking at their uniforms, seeing if they put that somewhere on there, yeah. like on the front or on the back or something, and I didn't, I didn't see anything. But, but again, it, you know, we t- we mentioned earlier, but it, I like that May has a purpose, exactly, and and she's becoming more engaged in yeah. what's going on, uh, you know, than than what we saw previously. Yeah. So that's that's been a lot and of I fun. liked because um, one of my this was this was why I really liked the show because I had a problem. And they addressed it. And my problem was that we never got to know any of these other S.H.I.E.L.D. agents. You know, that's a massive organization. And yet we never. Right. And I'm not even talking about we get to know them. But, you know, just familiar faces. You know, someone has a line or two every once in a while. And, and you're like, oh, that's that same person that's been around since season one. They're, you know, like they interact with random S.H.I.E.L.D. agents now and then. But I feel like they've never been the same two people twice until um, Agent Piper. She even has a name now. Which was, uh, yes. you know, sort of May's like star student. She was the one who knew the answer, and she seemed to be like calling the shots. And she was one of the the uh, unusually talkative Shield agents from when they raided uh, Hive's little town uh, when they were fighting the Kree, who came down last season. There was like yeah. basically a strike team that May had, and there was a couple of agents, and they all of a sudden had all these lines when these other agents never have lines, and so it was like, oh, are they going to be red shirts? But they didn't end up dying. So it was like a, a kind of a weird little right. thing, but it looks like she's back. So I was very, I know that's such a small thing. Most people probably don't care, but to me, it just helps fill out the world a little bit. You know, it's like some of these other, you know, mindless shield agents are, you know, actual people. So what's funny is I've been catching up on Supergirl uh-huh. and, uh, she's in Supergirl. She plays this agent Vasquez. And I'm like, She's playing oh the same God, character on this show that right. she does on S.H.I.E.L.D. I, wow. Because <laughs> there was something about her. I was like, she looks familiar, but I thought it was just because that other episode. You're totally right. No, I think this this is – she's actually only been in this season. Like, she didn't show up in last Wait, season. Wait, are you sure? For Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I'm looking at her IMDb, yeah. And she's she's listed in three, three episodes. Oh, my God. Uh, I could have sworn she was one of the – because do you know what I'm talking about, though? In that episode, yeah, yeah. there was oh, a yeah, pe- yeah. I could have yeah. sworn because there yeah, was a female a, agent with like a short hair, deal. and I, I guess yep. I just assumed. But what I was thinking, 
man, so I was totally, you know what, on the review I wrote for this episode, I think I totally called that out of how excited I was. <laughs> well, okay, so I'll give them points for having a shield agent with, like, a name, but I'll dock points. Oh, no, you know what? You are absolutely okay. right. <sighs> Failed Experiments, Season okay. 3, Episode 19. Right. I was going to feel like a yep. real idiot if I made such a big deal out of that. <laughs> nope, okay. you, are, you are 100% okay. right. But it's just funny how no, she, you know, she yeah, was on... Yeah, that's fair, though. I definitely... Ages of S.H.I.E.L.D. last, last season. I, I can instantly yeah. think of her in that uh, DOA or whatever the group is called. Uh, yeah, in the in that bunker there. And, yep. Well. Yeah. 12 episodes she was in of, of Supergirl. Wow. So it's just yeah, I think, funny, so. I think she's the only one who, like, ever has a line. Like, she's the one who, you know, like, tells them, yeah. like, hey, there's yeah. a bomb coming or whatever. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, so... It was just so really funny when I watched casting. it. I was like, yeah. hey, she, that's the same. Yeah, she's playing the same one. Uh, so, yeah, that was pretty funny. But I, I totally agree. I, I like that they, they you know, carried carried her forward. Yeah, it's just uh, a nice little thing. You know, I mean, it's like, um, I, you know, Lost would get made fun of a lot because whenever they would bring one of the, you know, they would introduce a new character. Obviously, it had to be a character who's always been there. And yet you've never seen that character before. So, like, you know, they brought in a new person, but they have to pretend that they've always been there. And we just never, like, nobody ever talked to him before. So, um, right. But, you know, so so it's always nice when they're... But, but to be fair to Lost, there was also, an ex, you know, there was a few examples of people who... You could see them from day one. And every once, you know, they had a name. Every once in a while, someone would make a little joke about them or they'd have one line. So, and it just kind of helps to, yeah. you know, just feel you know that some of the extras are recurring and it's not just like they reset every time and and have different people it, it just makes it feel slightly more realistic you know so yeah then we had nikki and paulo well right and 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 arts you know those were all like people who like were <laughs> yeah. never there before and then and then they would make these flashbacks where they were always there but but yeah, yeah. arts was great nikki and paulo not so much but exactly <laughs> so hopefully piper doesn't become you know the next nikki and paulo but <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm rooting yeah, for absolutely. <laughs> um, and the last bit is we don't we don't see the director this episode, so Jason O'Mara doesn't doesn't no, appear. That'll be the big thing. Uh, next, they make a next episode. I kind of like it because I, I don't know if maybe they're doing a little baity switchy thing where he comes in and you've kind of set it up to where this guy is just a giant right. We all hate him already, and then he comes in and. Yeah, and then he comes in and he's like super. Maybe he's like really passive aggressive. Like he comes in and he's like super nice and everything. Right. But then as soon as you turn your back, he's just like a you know grouchy old yeah. man or something. Because May uh, makes a point to say that it seems like nobody's like met him really except for Simmons. Yeah. So it's like Simmons, even Colson. It seems like maybe has. I, I'm not totally. Sh- I didn't totally get that. It, I don't know if it was just Simmons is the only one who can communicate with him, or if nobody's even met him except Simmons. So, yeah. which would seem weird. I don't know how that would have happened. Like, I don't know how Simmons would have met him and nobody, it's, you know, you would think he's a new director. He would have met some of the, he would have met the old director. <laughs> so I, I guess we'll yeah. find out next episode if they've previously met or if this is the first time. But yeah, yeah it'll be interesting. It's, it's I, I think it's good. I, you know, it would have been too much to, to cram him into. So, and I like that it kind of sets it up where you've got to, you got to try and, kind of come up with your own impression of what he's going to sure, be like right, and then when right. he comes in it'll be it'll be fun to see like okay does it match up does it not match right. up uh you know what's the scoop it is interesting that it's a much more 
it just seems very governmental, hierarchical, almost military, you know, chain of command kind of thing that you could, I guess in a way it's good that it's like, okay, we're going to run things a little different than we used to before. Um, But, but yeah, it gives them something to fight. You know, it kind of makes them underdogs again, you know, like they were on the, they, they were the top, you know, and now, you know, it gives them, they can rage against the machine a little bit, you know what I mean? So it gives them, sure. I think it'll help with the story. You know, they'll they'll have to you know break a few rules, and it kind of puts them back where they were season one a little bit. Maybe even less so because they don't have like Fury to like curry the favor of. So, yeah, absolutely. Are we um, ready? So I guess the last sure? yeah the last thing we'll talk about. So Ghost. So yeah, Ghost Rider, Ghost Rider was in this episode. Robbie Ray is. Did you notice yeah. it was blink and you'll miss it. Yeah. Blinking and miss it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was it, it, a lot more hardcore. So, the, yeah. I mean, he comes in from jump, you know, right at the beginning yep. of the episode. He's chasing these watchdogs down. Um, And he kills two yeah, of them. He, he certainly and, murders them. <laughs> there is yeah. no. Uh, I mean, it was interesting. No way around that. Yeah. I mean, we get a even like this kind of graphic blood splatter against yeah. the window and we find out that he ripped some guy's spine out and um and the the bits with the car so let's talk about the look of the character and and the car and stuff so for me i think uh the fire effects were much better than i expected them yeah to be. uh i was really impressed with the fire effects uh i was yeah one the only time that the CGI bugged me was when the car gets hit by that rocket launcher right at the beginning. It does that big sure. flip, which, you sure. know, that was a little, I was like, did they really need to do that? But, you know, that, that's fine. But, but yeah, everywhere else, I, I mean, I thought it worked great. It never, it never looked bad to me. <clears throat> I like that they're going with a more stylized version of Ghost Rider because I think it helps cover the fact that they can't do movie budget. You know, one of the things they did in the Ghost Rider movies was it the skull, it really seemed like they took a real right. skull and modeled it and put fire right. on it. And with this, they're going with more like the comic book Robbie Reyes look where it's kind of got the lines on the skull that almost like cracks yeah. where the fire's coming through. Um, yeah, I think, you know, when I first saw that picture, I got to say, I think the picture look, looked bad. I... I I was just oh, like, absolutely. oh no, because, it, and here's the thing, like, in the comics, he, I don't even know how to describe it, I describe it as like a metallic luchador mask, because it's not even quite a skull, it's like, it's an odd, yes. I, I love it, I mean, I'll say right off the bat, I love the way it looks, um, and so I was really hoping they would go with that, so when I saw the picture, I was like, I was one, bummed they weren't going with that, and two, I was like, oh, that just does not look, I mean, that looks like a CGI skull, you know, it kind of looked like claymation or something, yeah. But once again, I think sometimes these costumes, these effects, they just don't look good in photos. Like you just have to see it in the lighting and the action and everything. And so seeing it, I I was actually dreading the reveal the whole time because I I thought everything I thought the car looked great. I I liked I loved when he picked up that pipe and it lit on fire. I was like, yeah, this is cool. This is this is exactly what I like. And so when his skull started crackling, I was like, oh, no, it's going to look bad. And then I saw it. I was like that actually looks amazing. <laughs> I was like, and and you're right. It, it's sort of like a weird, 
yeah, I don't really know how to describe it, but it is a little weird. It's like a longer skull. There, there's something sort of alien about it, but but it works because yeah, because yeah, it's that yeah. uncanny valley thing. When you're doing CGI of something we know, like something real, it's always yep. going to look bad unless you have like the most insane yep. budget. But if you do something that's not really, you know, that's why they can pull off the Zephyr because like sure we know what you know sort of jets look like, but it's not like a thing that we really have a reference for, you know. So they can. Right. It looks a little unreal, but that's okay because it, you know, it, it is unreal. So, and you know, that's why aliens tend to look a little bit better. And and I was just worried because I mean, Lash, I still think Lash is one of the worst looking designs ever. So I mean, it looked <laughs> yeah. like I said yes. this in my review, like because it finally hit me that it looks like the same team that did the Lou Ferrigno Hulk in the seventies. I was like, it's 20, yes. 2015 when they made that, and that's as good as they could do. <laughs> so, so, yeah. um, but I, I think it, they totally redeemed themselves. I mean, I, I think, um, it, yeah, it looked really cool. I think they used it just the right amount, uh, the way they shot it. Like, it definitely looked creepy. It looked cool, you know, when when he's, like, standing over Daisy and, like, you know, about to, like, kill her or whatever. I mean, it looked like... It looked creepy as hell. I mean, and, and yeah. that's good. I mean, it, it didn't look stupid. You know, you you're watching this character and you're like that is a cool looking character. Yeah, and and I guess this is going to be the mystery at least for maybe the half first half of the season, or it could be the whole season for all we know. But they didn't give us too much. I, 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 I like that. I, this I like is that. just yeah. we're you know I don't like it. You know, it's kind of like you're always unhappy, right? Either they drag things out and you're pissed off, or they tell you right up front and you're and you're yeah. pissed off. But I, I think this seems to me like okay, we got at the end that his he has a brother who is uh, who is yeah. in a wheelchair. We don't know what you know. It's, as but far there's, as there's the, more to him than uh, we initially. I thought that was a yeah. really smart move to wait until the end to. Yeah, so we're getting right. a piece, and so. I think we're going to know what his scoop is fairly quickly, but I like that it's just like, okay, we don't have to data dump on you right exactly. off the bat and tell you everything. And, There's a little yeah, bit of mystery to him. Yeah, and I think, it, again, it paralleled with Daisy nicely because, you know, we got that little thing, like you were saying, about the watchdogs and why she's doing some of this stuff. But for the most part, we don't really know any more about what she's doing than we did at that little tag at the end of the season. You know, like, she right. didn't really reveal what she's doing and so it's the same thing with him like i because we got a bit of exposition with colson and the rest of the crew which is fine like you got to bring us up to speed but i kind of like the idea that with with daisy and with ghost rider we've got these two vigilantes you know like taking justice into their own hands but we don't totally know what their motives are yet we don't know all the pieces and i think what the show is going to do is have them both figure each other out and then we'll figure it out based on that which i think is a really smart way to do it um, you know, show, don't yeah. tell. So, like, obviously, Daisy learns the same time we learned that this person that we thought was, like, a crazy demonic serial killer, well, there's something else going on because he's also, like, a regular, you know, guy with a job who's taking care of his, you know, handicapped brother and, like, joking around with him. So it's, like, not that serial killers can't do that, you know. Like, obviously, you know, they can lead totally normal lives, we know, but... You know, it adds a wrinkle, yeah. and, and and obviously Daisy's gonna like want to figure that out. So, yeah, and there's been little hints where he said, where she said something to him, and he said, you know, I wish, 
like I either I wish I could or right or it's and, not and me. He says that or, when he's inter- you know uh, interviewing when he's interrogating the uh, the Aryan dude before he smashes him with his car. Right, like, right. You don't want to, you don't want the other guy to come out, which you know is a little right. hulky, but it's fine. I mean, it sure it sort of parallels the. That's a shorthand that we understand. It's like oh, this is you know we know that we get the Bruce Banner Hulk thing, so it's it's a nice little parallel of like he may be acting this one way and it may coincide with the way this other person's acting, but they also have two different ways of doing things. You know, Bruce Banner and Hulk yeah. might, might both want to take out the bad guy, but they're going to approach it in very different ways. Yeah. So no, absolutely. Yeah. I, I think it was great. You know, he didn't Gabriel, uh, Gabriel Luna. He didn't have a ton to do. Um, but, but I think he was good with what he was given, and I, you know, I'm excited to see more of him and Gabe, and 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 actually get a chance to you know see what they're all about, spend some time with them. So, but so far I'm I'm very happy. Yeah, as, as a Robbie Reyes fan, I'm I'm so far pretty happy. So, yeah, I uh, like I said, I I was surprised by this episode. I think it was a very strong start to the season. I think it it like we talked about, it set right from the get go that this is this is a different show with a different tone. And it's it's kind of being its own thing. So it felt like it's kind of funny because it felt like a 90 minute episode almost. It it seemed like given it was only an hour long, we got a lot yeah, of information in in that hour. I mean, it I've, I've watched other episodes where I felt that they seemed to give us less and seemed a lot shorter. So. Uh, so I think that that's always good when you're watching something and you, you just don't, you know, you feel like, okay, there was some, you know, some meat to this. Yeah, so, that's a good point. Yeah. uh, I'm, <clears throat> I'm looking forward to it. I think, uh, again, I think a good start. Uh, again, the ratings, uh, <laughs> the ratings kind of say something different. I guess the, the overnights were in and it was like yeah. a 1.1. It did go which... up from the finale, a teensy bit. Yeah. <laughs> So. Yeah, and it, but it's down from the season three premiere. But yeah. I'm hoping the other thing that aggravated me. So one of the things that I was happy about with it moving to the ten o'clock slot was okay. It's finally moved away from those NCIS shows. And what do they do? They take NCIS New Orleans and they Did move they it really? to ten o'clock. Oh and I was God. like, I was like, you've got it's to be like, kidding yeah, me. Yeah, they're purposely trying. Uh, it's like, aren't there fifteen of those? Do you have to let? There's only one Marvel yeah. show on on regular TV right now. <laughs> Can it just have a chance? But I will say, yeah, ratings in general looked pretty bad. Like, I think the highest rated show that night was like a 2.4 or something like that. And that was, I think, the premiere of actual NCIS, uh-huh. which seemed really low to me. Um, even things like, I can't remember if it was either The Voice or Dancing with the Stars or one of those shows that normally you'd think does really good on the rating side was barely above, you know, most shows were below two. Or, or you know two or below so you know while 1.1 is you know makes me sad uh as you, you know it it just seems like there's not a lot of strong contenders out there you yeah know, that, that tv you know and, and we again i don't want to beat a dead horse because we've talked about ratings and dvrs and way people watch and right. habits and things like that but um yeah I, i'm hoping that positive word of mouth uh you, you know does, does I hope the show so, because, I mean, I, you know, we talked about this on the the 100th episode one. Um, I just, I, I really think that it's grown so much as a show, and, and to be honest, like, out of all the, I, I watch all the superhero shows, and out of all of them, it's the one I look forward to the most. I just, 
I think they've consistently been, they consistently deliver every episode and, you know, there's ups and downs, but yeah, I think this was a really good start to the season and, um, I'm very, you know, I'm very excited to see what they do next and, uh, for taking, you know, such a big chunk of, of the Marvel universe that hasn't been explored, you know, that much. Um, I, yeah. I think they did a great job and, and, and I think it was a nice, uh, you, you know, at first it seems like that's a weird fit, and I, I felt that way too when they announced it. But I think it worked really. I, I think they yeah. did a great job of making it work, and um, so given the the tone they're going to take with the show, yeah. I think it fits. You know, you couldn't do this with the show season no, one, season no, two. No. It would have been too, it would have been super hokey, and yeah, it worked. Yeah. And the reveal, like everything about it, was just like, oh wow, like this is a this is a different show. I mean. If you could just imagine that being the premiere episode of the show, like that, which just would have been such a different thing. Oh yeah, but, no, uh, absolutely. And I think maybe that's ultimately the problem. And we've, you know, it's what we've talked about. Like it's, it's just a matter of like getting new people and getting old people back and being like, no, look, this is. Hey, maybe you didn't like some of the stuff from before. This is a very different thing. You should give it a shot. And I think having Ghost, yeah. I mean, that's a good thing to. If I was someone who wasn't watching this show and I found out like something big like that had happened and it's kind of taken on a new tone and all that. Like I'd be like, oh, I'll give the first, you know, episode of the season a shot. And you really could watch it without, you know, there's some character stuff, but you know, you could easily watch this episode without totally, you know, knowing what had happened before. Cause it, you know, it kind of tells its own little story. So, you know, hopefully, hopefully that's, yep. um, hopefully that draws some people in. You know, over the, yep. I guess we'll just have to wait and see each new episode if it if it grows a little. Yeah, yeah, I'll be curious to see what like the plus threes and the plus yeah. sevens look like. Um, so we'll 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 see. Um, but overall, we're all yeah. Pretty I mean, happy if it's it. the last uh, season, you know, it's it's starting with a bang. So yeah, yeah. Um, Colson got a new hand. Oh yeah, I forgot to set, we forgot to talk looks, about Colson. Uh, looks hand. like the old one, but it's got X-ray hand. Powers. So that's good. Yeah, that's, that's pretty. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah. Mac. It's come on. like <laughs> yeah. search of the cars. Like, come on, man. You know. Yeah, so I think that's going to. That was a great line though. Where he's like, "Hey, next time you should cut off your own hand." Because <laughs> that's still <laughs> yes. still one yeah. of those things. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, in the back of your head, like Mac chopped off Colson's hand. Like, chopped my good <laughs> for a great reason. His hand off. But I, I love. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, that's a good, it's a good burn. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was happy with that. Uh, all right, uh, we got a little bit of Facebook feedback uh, that I'll I'll go through sure. since uh, since that's all we really yeah. deal with this episode. Uh, Steven said uh, Ghost Rider looked even better than I imagined. Fantastic effects for a TV budget. Uh, I think we, mm-hmm. we both agree with that. Uh, Carlos said, I really enjoyed Ghost Rider, but I don't know if he belongs on the show. He seems out of place. I guess I have to see how things play out, uh, how this plays out. Um, I, I get that. I, I could get where people would be like, yeah, it's just kind of an odd choice. I, I think ultimately it's going to depend on what his deal is, right. like what his story is, and see what I, they, I think they if they had him. just dropped him into like a shield case of the week, I think it would have felt weird, which is what I thought it was going to be. But I think, yeah, I think it was smart yeah. to to just have Daisy be the one interacting with him and have her kind of be on this street level solo mission. She's in a darker place. Like again, like, and and I think it goes to the title. Like 
it's called the ghost so you think like oh that's ghost rider but i think there was a couple of lines throughout the episode where i think they kind of made the point that daisy's actually the ghost um yeah and so i thought they did a really i think if it had been seen through anybody else's eyes i would have agreed with that but i think by having daisy be the one in it i I really think their stories paralleled nicely and it was a nice little like encapsulation of her sort of like dark isolated place she's in and how she's kind of in this different world that she's not totally like used to and and sort of playing by different rules and now she's sort of like on his turf um so i thought it worked in that respect that that's why i think what ultimately made it work agreed uh nor said simply awesome if only the bad ratings didn't sour my mood and yeah i think you just have to you have to you have to just 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 move on just don't 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 look at the ratings it's just yeah, gonna depress just you pretend it's <laughs> pretend it's a enjoy CW the show. show and then the ratings are fine yeah yeah uh, uh mary kirk says loved it i particularly enjoy how the characters keep evolving uh simmons last night telling mayoff was yeah. simply the best yeah i think that was we agree with that uh michael said was it me or did ghost Rider's jaw look disproportionately large uh, and and again, I think we we talked yeah, about it's that. I, a, I think a weird, a, a weird, oddly shaped skull for sure. But I think, yeah. And if you look at the comic, it it's still it's it kind of the same. I mean, big, he's got that weird, uh, yeah, it's almost like, like a, a big smile, evil grin. You're right. So I I think yeah. it works. It adds a little. I don't want to say comedy, but but you know, if you know the, if you've read the comics, and I mean, I won't give like too much away, but his spirit is is very particular i feel like it has a very particular personality that's uh, a little gleeful i would say um and it's and it's sort of vengeance so i think it works to add a little like macabre humor in there that it makes it seem like he's almost smiling so i, I don't know if they'll go into that in the show but yeah. but i i think it's a nice little like homage to that so i i, I think that i think it works yeah, and again, you know, my take is make it not look like an actual human right. skull, and then people won't tell exactly, you how terrible yeah. it looks. Um, you know, it kind of it kind of hides some of the the yeah, the it's budget a little more flaws. monstrous too. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Michael also says I still have a hard time believing that Agent May could ever beat up anybody. That makes me sad. I totally yeah, I disagree, I disagree with that, that comment. Too. I I would. May's always been been been. Well, on the show, she's always been tough. She's been portrayed as tough. Uh, man, Ming Na was Chun Li. Yeah, Chun-Li. I, I, I don't, uh, I don't have a problem with that at all. I, I think some people still. I, I mean, if you've seen any, I mean, even look at Bruce Lee. I mean, he's a tiny. You know, if you're talking about like her stature, like she's small, and some of those guys were like big. Like, sure, any martial arts movie will tell you that, like, you know, size and like muscle girth doesn't like mean anything. So. Especially if you have somebody who's like fast and like tactical, so um, yeah, I I don't I don't have trouble buying that at all. No, I don't. I don't either. Sure, it's sure. I mean, I, I I get where he's coming from. <clears throat> yeah, uh, Ross seems to be a little behind the eight ball. He has to come out already. He said he better get on that, but uh, he's not in the U.S., so oh, totally yeah. understandable. I don't know when that happens. Uh, yeah, I'm sure, you know, people have ways of doing things. It's the internet. Right, we won't you know. endorse anything. Wink, wink, but, nod, nod. Know. Nope, nope, nope. Uh, Dallas said, opening scene with Chloe is clear that ABC and Marvel is doing much more adult content with the season. Yeah, we, yeah. <laughs> we definitely knows that too. Uh, unfortunately, the CGI still says TV show as far as the intro to Ghost Rider. 
I'm enjoying the new dynamics of the team. Colson seems more like the Colson preseason two. He seems more relaxed. Yeah, he doesn't. So, yeah, he doesn't I, have the weight of agree. you know an entire agency in the world on his shoulders, which I think is a smart move from the writer's standpoint. Yeah. So. Uh, Shield feels like a big organization yeah. now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, we've only other, ever heard that Colson was meeting with people, but felt we only ever saw our team plus a few others. Uh, the literal ghost is interesting. Wondering what's yeah, going on we, with her. I guess we skipped over over that. The sort of MacGuffin. Yeah. Uh, you know, some sort of magical box, Ark of the Covenant sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, that, that's a good point. We did uh, blow past that. Uh, it almost seems like it may be tied into yeah, the I'm Ghost curious. Rider thing. I kind of got the I kind of got the impression that there was maybe some too. connection I did there. Too. Um, um, and it was yeah. So it would be curious to see how that plays out. I was a little. I, I will say I'm a little nervous about that just because they kind of did the whole hive thing. So. Yeah, uh, and I'm also not a, f- I'm not really like a modern horror movie fan, so I'm not crazy about the whole, uh, I just call it like the running mascara ghost sort of thing. That seems yeah, to be a, yeah. I don't know where that, I don't know if it was like one of the, the J-horror think, things that sort of introduced that. I the guess, ring, so, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, like that the whole ring. sort of like your yeah. eyes, everything's black and it's, yeah, I'm not crazy about that, but you know, we'll see where it goes, um. I like the idea that May would just sort of like brush it off and be like, I'm going to deal with this on my own sort of thing. Yeah, that that I thought was, yeah. was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I'm curious to see yeah, how I this would, all I connects. I would not at all be surprised if it's a... No pun right, if, um, if there's a connection between that and Ghost Rider. I mean, you know, I, I guess it makes sense. But uh, since we don't really know how they're twisting the origin, you know, who knows? But uh, yeah. Um, you said when Robbie turns, it was pretty amazing. Uh, that looked clean to me, unlike the car sequence. Uh, I, you know, I think that I was pretty happy with the car sequence, except for the and flip. Might but be talking obviously, about again, that. yeah, TV I, budget. I think the when it's yeah. driving around with the flames, and I think it looks great. I mean, I I, I think oh, it yeah. really was yeah. just that flip was. Assuming that's what he's talking I, about, like yeah, yeah, that looked like TV or whatever. Yeah. Your explosions just, always look bad. You know, like fire is hard enough, yeah. but explosions in, are just like impossible. Yeah, yeah. In my mind, I just look at it as like, okay, if eighty percent of it looks pretty good, I could deal with the twenty percent that looks right. really if, cheesy. If the whole episode was like that, that then I'd be groaning. But yeah, I, yeah, yeah. It's TV, and that's I get just it. I mean, what it is. we could I bring mean, up the fact just, that why were those you know, low level bank robbers, why do they have an RPG with them? I mean, that alone. Yeah, yeah. I mean clearly yeah. the show just wanted to like right off the bat make us realize like, oh, okay, this is something invincible, you know? I mean not only is the person inside fine, yes. but the car isn't destroyed at all. So like we're dealing with something weird here. So I I feel like it was just shorthand to be like, uh, this is weird. Something this is something unusual. So Yeah. Yeah. And then he, he finished it off. He said, uh, Yo-Yo was awesome. I liked the confidence. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Um, great first episode. Excited to see what the new season has to offer. I hope they stick with the origins of the writer from all new, meaning the all new Ghost Rider from, from the comic where they introduced Robbie Reyes, uh, and he's not an inhuman. And I'm leaning more towards that yeah, he's not an inhuman. Yeah, I don't think he's going to be. I, um, yeah, I, I really don't think so. Especially because with him introducing that other ghost element, like they're clearly not shying away from some sort of, you know, supernatural type thing. 
I guess that could be an Inhuman too, but it really seems like everybody behind the scenes is like trying to not. They're like, we did the Inhuman thing, like this is something else. So I, I don't think so. As far as like yeah. staying close to the origin in the comics, I hope so too. I think it's a really good um, sort of like a nice little twist and reveal, you know, again, without saying anything. But um, I definitely like the the origin of the comics. So, but it you know, it seems like... Um, I don't see any reason why it would deviate too much it, it seems pretty in line i mean he's got his brother there it seems like all the kind of elements for the most part are there i would say in the comic he was far less or far more reluctant he wasn't going around like killing people um yeah i need to go back i read the first issue of that and then didn't okay. read any more there's only 12 uh, of and them, maybe yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a twelve issue. I've got the Marvel oh, okay, Unlimited, yeah. so I, I need to I'm, go back. I'm a big fan because I mean, it, yeah. was, it was just those, and then the next time we see him is in Secret Wars for Ghost Racers, and then I think yeah. he, they just announced a new book with him. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they're going to do another uh, yeah. another volume of it. So I'd be curious to see. Yeah, uh, but how um, it works. but yeah, he he's definitely not. Um, he's not going around killing people it's a little more innocent like he's a little i think he's a little younger he's in high school his brother is definitely a lot younger uh um, right so they definitely right. aged him up and made him a little more violent which i think is fine i mean it's again because this is the only ghost rider we're dealing with in the in the universe versus that one where he was one of you know many yeah. so i you know it's funny just amongst the internet different groups and looking at stuff i've, I've heard a lot of people complaining that it's not johnny blaze or they're not going to connect it to johnny blaze and I like that never even really entered my mind. Like I don't, I mean, whether it's connected to that or they put, pull him in or they're keeping Johnny blaze in their pocket for something down the road. I mean, I like, this is its own thing. This is the direction they went in. I'm totally fine with it. I I don't really, honestly, I don't really have an affinity for Johnny blaze or Danny catch. It just never clicked for me. And that, yeah, that I mean, name, I can't. I just can't. I know it's a comic book, but Johnny yeah. Blaze, it's just like, no. Yeah. <laughs> the 70s. They did, I mean, I, I, yeah, I haven't really read, honestly, I haven't read that much Ghost Rider at all. I mean, for a while, he was part of, like, a cool, weird Fantastic Four team with, like, Wolverine. I think it was, like, Wolverine, Spider-Man, him, and, and the Hulk took over for the Fantastic Four for, like, two oh, issues yeah. or something like that. It was really kind of cool. Um, but I haven't read like anything like I never read any of that Midnight Sun stuff back in the 90s or, you know, I know a lot of people love Danny Catch like that. Yeah. And and I mean, yeah, I just, you know, I'm never going to like throw shade on another, you know, on people's comic favorites or anything. But yeah, it just uh, it it never totally clicked for me. It seems sort of like a relic of like the 70s, just this sort of uh, uber macho biker dude it was like sure i knew enough yeah. people like that in real life so it didn't he didn't really seem that cool to me but um and the flaming yeah, skull yeah. thing was just Probably like was yeah time. you know i mean i get it it's kind of cool on a visceral level but yeah it just i don't know it never totally worked so i i was actually surprised by how much i liked the all-new ghost rider and it was really the art like the art is what made me even check it out in the first place um yeah yeah so i mean i guess i get it like if you're a huge fan of johnny blaze like or or catch or anybody like yeah i suppose you'll be disappointed by this but at the same time like if you like the idea of this sort of like dark vigilante who's possessed by a spirit of vengeance and turns into a person with a flaming skull like that's what you got so 
I mean, I know it's a charger instead of a motorcycle, but does that really make a difference? I mean, it's a flaming car. It's pretty awesome. Like, it's all the awesome stuff is there. I mean, you know, all he needs is like a flaming chain, which they're probably just trying to put some buffer in between him and him and James, you know. I don't know. That was part of the promo images. So, and he had the flaming pipe. So, I mean, which is pretty cool too. So, yeah. yeah, I, I mean, I get it when you're personally attached to a character, but at the same time, like, I think if you step back and be like, what are the elements I like? You know, I, th- I think you're getting a lot of them. And again, like, there, there's nothing saying that that Marvel, you know, Ghost Rider in many of his incarnations is still a huge character for Marvel in the comics. So I really don't think this is like they're never going to touch Ghost Rider and... And I don't yeah, think it matters yeah. if someone else came first or, I mean, who knows? Maybe he's secretly been out. I mean, you know, you can do anything. It doesn't, I don't think it's really, um, I don't think it prevents Marvel from ever using that character in some way. So, Agreed. Um, so the last couple of things, we got a couple of Twitter comments. Um, uh, <clears throat> Matthias Carley said, CGI was good. Set up episode for the season. Interesting story arc so far. I think it ties into Doctor Strange just a little. Uh, that was a question. Yeah, uh, we'll see. Maybe. I, I, yeah, I don't know if they'll do anything more than like a little ret. Like obviously they'll reference it if it's some big magical showdown in New York City. But uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm still very. I, I, and we talked about this last episode. I'm, I'm just, I'm very curious how they're going to portray all this. How they're going to portray Doctor Strange's magic. How they're going to portray these ideas of like demons and ghosts and stuff. So. I think we just got to wait and see how Marvel is interpreting this stuff for the MCU before we can tell yeah. whether they're connected. So, yeah, I, I really don't know what they're going to do, yep. to be honest. Yep. Uh, and the last comment from Twitter was uh, Serendipity824, who said, loved nice. it. So Agreed. Good, good. Yeah. So thanks, everybody, for all the comments. Uh, I, I really enjoy when... Uh, when I remember to put a thread up on the Facebook page yeah, and people chime in and tweet back to us to and stuff, that's great. And, like, uh, know that people are listening and interacting and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, throw us an iTunes review if you yes. if you get an opportunity. iTunes reviews are always good. That we is how you raise in up in the rankings. Um, you got to have a review. So yes. If you want yes, us to be uh, the number one MCU podcast, are there other MCU podcasts? Yeah. 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 There's, yeah. But there's we should be number others. one. So. If everybody listening to Absolutely. this right now went on iTunes and wrote it, all you got to do is like hit five stars and then you write, loved it. You know, just write a review or say more. That that makes that makes the show ra- rise up in the iTunes algorithm rankings, and then we'll be yeah we yeah we oh be, yeah we'd, we'd be, be on the front page. They'd, they'd write a news story about us. Such a big such a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, flood. So of if you enjoy all comments. of our um, all of the the free content from over the years, then you know leave us leave us a little iTunes review. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, thanks everybody again. Uh, Facebook dot com slash MCU podcast. Uh, the Twitter is MCU underscore podcast. Uh, if you want to send me an email, you can do it at iac at hhwlod dot com. Um, you can check out Matthew's stuff over at mcuexchange.com where he's, he's always yeah, working I'm on doing something. The, I took over for Doug for the reviews for S.H.I.E.L.D. So probably similar stuff to what I'm talking about here. But, you know, and uh, I'll be reviewing uh, the first five episodes of Luke Cage, too, uh, each day, that the first five days that it's out. So, yeah, check that out. Sweet. 
Yeah, so definitely while uh, you're waiting for another episode. So we will be off next week, uh, and we will be back the week after with a supersized episode. So we'll have two episodes of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and I think we're committed to, uh, at most, the first two episodes of Luke Cage. Uh, I think we're going to have Daryl Taylor on, so that'll be that'll be awesome. Uh, hopefully Johnny M. will be around uh, and can come on. But, uh, but, yeah, we'll have a lot to talk about that next episode, so... Uh, uh, get ready for that one because it'll probably be pretty beefy. We probably will, even if there's news, unless it's like absolutely dire, we'll probably skip a yeah. news segment next week uh, or next time and uh, and cut cut straight to the chase. So uh, thanks everyone for listening, and uh, we will see you next time on It's All Connected.